freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. You know, we're going to be doing a little dilly-daddling. Then we're going to be talking about Christian nationalism versus Jesus' teachings. And then we're going to be talking about that shuttle that took flight today. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves, whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year. There's one brand that's been my go to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, (laughs) let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. What up, sis? What up, brother? Man, I can't call it. I'm just chilling. But um, I feel for those people in Hawaii. Yeah, in, in Maui, yes. Well, I mean, it's still the state of Hawaii, so I can still say well, Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, I to- mean that's... <laughs> I just, I was just a point of clarification. I wasn't okay, trying to see, say anything. It seems like you're trying. All right, look, we put y'all behind the scenes. This is the second take of the intro because my sister's internet is janky and she just won't admit it, right? She feels like I'm doing a personal attack against no, her as a because person. Because you won't take responsibility for the fact that your internet sucks. I, and it, I, I do like these. It's my internet and it's not my internet. Jay, I do 
interviews, I do shows, and there's never any problem on my end. I'm directly connected into my router. I have the highest internet speed. I, I have you great di- internet speed. Are too. you directly connected to your router? No, I don't need to because okay, my see, there you go, because right there. my Wi-Fi is amazing. You know what? You know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna send you a Ethernet cord, and from now on, I you have go- an Ethernet cord. <laughs> it's plugged into my work computer. But I don't need it for my personal computer. <laughs> Jay, time out. Your work computer is right next to your damn laptop. Yeah. All you got to do is unplug it and then plug it into. I used to have, when we were doing the show before, I used to have it plugged in and you would still complain about my internet. I used to have it plugged in. So now I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't keep it plugged in. Because why? Because I have great internet. Also, Maui is on fire, and I think oh, yes. we should talk about it. <laughs> I'm just—I just felt like you was corrected me because I'm getting All, on you about this internet. I, and... I just specified the island. It did, I, I wasn't—it I, I wasn't a personal attack. And then here you go getting defensive. And what do you do? The first thing you do is lash out at me and my internet. I, no, I'm not lashing out at your internet. Your internet is bad. Okay. My internet is not bad. My internet is excellent. Every time we got to upload the end of the episode, always got to wait for yours to upload on your because, end. Because, no. It's, well, okay, it's already It's already fine on my end. It takes forever. <laughs> It'll <laughs> say on my end, it says finalized and finished and done. And, Jay, you, and your end up, sucks. It's and uploading to a cloud. It's just uploading yeah, to a and, cloud. And, it's, and your computer is slow. No, and it doesn't I'm see that it's done. already done. Because <sighs> on my side, it already says it's done. And anyway, Maui is on fire. And I'm Ma- praying for those people. <laughs> let's, let's pray for the people of Maui. Yes. Because 36 people passed away. Yeah. Um, this is a sad day. And it was. it's not. It's apropos. I like using that word apropos and dilly dallying. I like my words now mm-hmm. because for my birthday, I was planning on taking a trip. It was going to be at the end of Ju- July, not right now, which is as we're filming August the 10th. Yes. yes August the 10th. Um, but to know that now if I visit the island and this was a, this is a freak accident. The, mm-hmm. the, the meteorologists were talking about like, it it was a hurricane that was off in the distance, like seven hundred fifty to thousand miles away, and then at at atmospheric pressure that caused this like heat pocket that yeah. caused the wildfires, and then it's just a series of just events that had to happen. In climate change. Specific, well, yeah, it's climate change. It's climate change. Yeah. Like it's it's the, yeah. I, it's funny that we're going to be talking about Christian nationalism because some people will say this is the end of times, and maybe. It might be, but also it might be. Also, like climate change, right? Yeah. If if everybody out there is a person, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. I am. Okay. That was a, that was a stupid line, but I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. Everybody out there I'm, is a person. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everybody out there is a person. Now, That's correct. In, in their being, their body, there is a date in which we will take our final breath. That's guaranteed. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. But we can manipulate when that actually happens based on how we take care of our body. Yes. If we treat it like shit and eat like hell, guess what? That last breath date is going to come a little bit sooner than it would have if we work out and eat well. Right. Conversely, if we took care of the planet properly. Okay. You're bringing it back around yeah, now. I see took, it. <laughs> we t- if we took care of the planet properly, yeah, the planet wouldn't be aging like it is, which is climate change, wouldn't be aging like it is, which is poorly, because yeah. we keep doing ill stuff to make it age poorly, mm-hmm. and these disasters wouldn't be happening now. They would eventually still happen because yeah. the planet is is a living organism that is going to die one day, but it's not supposed to be for a while. But it's if supposed you don't to be take for care. a really, really long time. Right. But yeah. if you don't take care of well, uh, the, the earth is what? A couple billion years old already? I think it's like 13 billion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. old. I mean, it's, it's, old. Old. It, it's old as hell. It is not, just to let people out there know, it is not 2,023 years old. That's that's That's, that's the not- dumbest. <laughs> there, was, there were years before 
2023. There's such a thing called BC. BC, yes. So there were definitely, and there were people around. There was things you know, happening. You know, there's so, some people out there saying the Earth is not 13 billion years old. It is only 2023 years old. It's ridiculous to talk about climate change. Yeah. No, no, there it's, was. Def- it's older. It's definitely there's definitely people writing and. Uh, you know, di- oh, I can, in, in discovering things and yeah. the, the BC definitely happened. So, I can, but I can already <laughs> see the YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah, I can already see the YouTube. I can see them already. Jesus created the earth. And, and, also incorrect. He has parents, so he did not. <laughs> <laughs> not. That's not what happened. So. <laughs> uh, but climate change, this was, you know, these events happened because of climate change. And it's yeah. a sad occurrence of events. And these things are happening all over the place. And Cal- mm-hmm. Ca- Canada doesn't get wildfires. They got them now. Yeah. Right? You know, And, and it made the whole Northeast look like the set of Dune. Right. Uh, or and, Mad Max. Uh, every summer is the hottest summer yeah. of all time. I it it was literally unbearable this summer. Oh God! And the pollen, the po- you look. couldn't stay well. <laughs> no, I was sick all I was sick all of May and June, just sick. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I got another cold. Like, what's wrong with you? This allergy. And look, if that's the way life is going to be for the rest of my life, I might just have to just stay inside. In the yeah. month of May and June for the rest of my life. You just go out with a gas mask on, I guess. I mean, there's really nothing. You know what? If it was COVID and I was wearing my mask, well, actually, it still is COVID. And yeah, they're yeah, saying COVID's there's a, still definitely a thing. Yeah. They're, they're saying there's a new variant that, that's spreading like wildfire, like <laughs> spreading oh, like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, and people would think that, I mean, the pandemic is over, but the eh, pandemic over. as we knew it. At that time, I think at this point, so many people are vaccinated that it's not posing the same threat it did in 2020, but you can still yeah. definitely die from it. You can still die from it. It is yeah. not quite, they, they was like, it's like the flu. And I was like, in the beginning. No. It's not like the flu. You think and, that until you get it. Oh, I was on and my then, deathbed. <laughs> let me tell you, I was so cold. I couldn't get warm. <laughs> My whole body hurt. Like it was too. You think, oh, it's just a flu. They just hyping it up and say, until you get it. And then you were like, I'm at death's door. You remember? So I had it on my birthday last year. Mm -hmm. And all of us were on a family group chat, you know, to wish me happy birthday and everything. And I was like, I'm still going to enjoy my day. I don't care if I got COVID. But during the conversation, which lasted maybe 30 minutes, I took my sweatshirt off. Mind you, my birthday's in July. So why am I wearing a sweatshirt? Because (laughs) because I was cold. Yes. And then I would get hot and take the sweatshirt off. And I think I put it on and took it off about 15 times within that 30 minutes. And you was like, what are you doing? You can't. You can't regulate your temperature. It was horrible. (laughs) It was horrible. Yeah. So, so no, COVID is definitely a thing. COVID it's is still I, definitely really its own beast. Man, when we talk about dilly daddling, we be dilly daddling because we went from uh <laughs> the the fires in, in Maui to uh COVID. No, we went to climate change and then COVID, but you got something in particular that you want to address. Yes. Let's hit let's get it. So I sent you uh, something. Something. Uh, it was a rant. It was, it was a, a rant on TikTok. It was a rant on TikTok. It wasn't originally filmed on TikTok. It's DJ Academics, a brother I've never seen on the ones nor the twos. So I don't know where the DJ came from. <laughs> but I mean, he's a DJ. I have never seen him spin a single record. But I mean, he ain't Paulie D or DJ Kid Capri, but he's somebody. I don't think so, and I've yet to see the pro- I've yet to see the proof. I want to okay. see the proof. Okay, but, but he ahead. had he had all the smoke in the world for Erica Badu, and the reason he had it, this came up. He they were talking about Meg Thee Stallion. He has something to do with some leaked documents and something about that. I don't even know what the deal is with that because he's cool with Tory Lane, right? The. For, the brother shot her. Like, I don't understand what's cool. What What is cool? Like, I can't be cool with somebody after that. 
But anyway, <laughs> all right. Five, what is fu- five what is years funny? ago? Hold on, but what is funny about the Tory Lane and Meg Thee Stallion thing? I don't know why this just popped up in my head. He shot me in my pinky toe. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it was very reminiscent of Harlem Nights. If you've not seen Harlem Nights, I don't know what to tell you. Watch You're, it because it's hilarious. Watch it. Watch it. It's hilarious. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure it's on Max right now, but um. <laughs> He was pissed and went on this rant about something that happened five years ago. Erica Badu said he looked like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. And he does. And he does. Because he's got the <laughs> Alvin Chipmunk cheeks and the whole thing. He does look like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. He does. Same round head. Um, so it was it was accurate. He didn't have anything to say to her face when she said it to him. They were all laughing and joking. And five years later... You want to talk about how she's ran through and all this stuff. Erica had the best clapback. I can't say it because I think you, this is you can say, you can say p word, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But people are not gonna are people gonna know what I mean when I say p word? You can say the female genitalia p word. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> So much to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I. I, I, I can said. You, I, can you just bleep it out? No, and then I, people I don't feel like. I don't feel like editing it. And if I bleep <laughs> it out, if I bleep it out, they still won't know what words you're talking about because I bleeped but it out. No, but you'll see my. They can read my lips. No, they won't be able to. Whether you can, I tell you what, you can say the p word and then mouth it. I, Jay, don't add more to my post production work than needs <sighs> to be. Okay. <laughs> truly lazy but she anyway talking, she was talking about female genitalia and she used the p word to describe it you know what the p word she is wasn't talk, she was calling him that the, she was calling him the p word but i'm telling she, him what the p word is yeah she said okay. they got you know people got in there he got in his feelings i must have touched on some sort of trauma and he's out here acting like a p word in these streets speaking of that and she promoted her incense that are also called P-word. I heard, I didn't see this, but I heard that she also came out with an incense called Jerry, as in Tom and it sold out within four hours. <laughs> well, DJ, DJ Alchemist got a history of attacking women. I Who think is he, DJ I think, Alchemist? <laughs> that's his name, DJ Alchemist. It's academics. No, I call him Alchemist. Why? Because. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing academic about him. Sure, surely isn't. Like I've seen this, I've seen video of him putting his hands on and cursing out women in, yeah, in Miami. What, he's got. Yeah, that's plenty, what I was talking about. Yeah, he's got plenty of smoke for women. He never did. I didn't see the same energy with the Migos. No. <laughs> I, no. Didn't, I didn't see that same energy. But you know okay. why? Because he's a P word. Yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a p-word i mean i won't say the word because i'm right. trying not to edit this but he's a p-word yeah i don't care and i hope yeah. he sees it i think you are a p-word and a b-word yeah both both of them wish we could say the words but we you know and hey. and if i ever came across him in real life he wouldn't know me but i i'd be like hey man on my show i have a show yeah. It's called Unsolicited Perspectives. It's a podcast. You can find it on YouTube and on anywhere you get your audio podcast. And I call you the P word and the B word. And I yeah. stand by it. Yeah. So I'm saying it to your face. Do you have anything that you would like to respond to? He will have zero smoke. But if I was standing there, he would have plenty of words for me. <laughs> and little and do he know that you the, hit harder than I do. Yeah, he really doesn't want this drama. <laughs> if he thought, if he thought, but Erica's clap back to me was just so classy and perfect. And, it was uh, apropos. Yeah, it was apropos. And then uh, she also got some sales of her incense, her P word <laughs> incense. And if the, if she really did sell some Jerry incense, that's hilarious. And that it sold out in four hours is also hilarious. And I don't really think he wants to smoke with. I mean, she got a few baby daddies, but I don't think she wants to smoke with any of them. No, not a one. I mean, because they're DOC all... was her first baby daddy. The DOC. The DOC. You don't know who the DOC is? No. All right. So a little hip hop history lesson. Okay. The DOC 
was uh, is Dr. Dre's boy. And he was kind of in NWA, but kind of not in NWA. But he helped write some stuff. And he wrote a lot of The Chronic with Snoop. Snoop uh-huh. credits him with actually teaching him how to write rhymes, write songs. Okay. And, and all that stuff. And he was a part, a big part of Death Row, but he got into, he had, he had a great album, mm-hmm. uh, but then he got into a bad car accident and is, is, uh, messed up his voice. So he oh. talks like this now, but the DOC major rapper, uh, mm-hmm. the DOC, we know Andre 3000. Yes. And, um, Jay Electronica. She okay. has a child. Didn't with, she mess with, with D'Angelo Jay. too? Uh, I think you're thinking of, um, black brother, Angie Stone. Oh, Angie, Angie Stone, Stone? And, Angie Stone, and and G- D'Angelo have children. Oh, okay. Or a child. All right. Well, congratulations yeah. to them. His child is probably grown now, but yeah, uh, it's you know, a congrats. full, full, full adult. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but no, actually, it looks like Andre three thousand was her first. Yes, because they have their son Seven, who is the oldest. Then she dated Common. Then the DOC. Then J Electronica and a. I don't know who Carl Jones is. Just oh, some- oh DLC has known her because they're from the same town in Texas. So yes. he's known her since they were like kids or whatever. All right, and, my bad. And by the way, Erica Badu is 52 and looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, she does look fantastic at the age of 52. She yeah. does. And her daughter does as well. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Did you have anything else that you want to add to this uh, DJ Alchemist? I just, I've just seen a lot of DJ people, academics. Yeah, I just seen a lot of people uh, flaming him, of course, for his little temper tantrum, and uh, and rightly so, because it just is again, you can call women b words and hoes and things like that, and you got all this smoke for women, but you clearly, I mean, he clearly hates black women. Like that's clearly what it is he clearly hates black women as well, a lot s- as a lot of people do uh, uh, I, I i think people by and large don't like women like you sent me the right. tiktok about uh the woman that was explaining my man giving the lady a chair shot at the alabama uh brawl for it all mm-hmm. and me and you j- talked about that and joked about that or i did and and let me reiterate i don't condone hitting women with chairs uh, right. I gave up analogies where I'm like, it's okay to hit women, but these were like professional fighting women. Yeah. And uh, I'm defending myself, not just going down the street, hitting women with chairs. I don't condone that. Right. But I, I, it was a funny scene. It was funny. Cause he beamed, he beamed her right on the head. Like right. it's right on the top of the head. Like it, I gotta admit it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and my thing is if, if, you know, you jump into a fight, expect to get hit. Like that's that's part of the. You didn't have to do that. You could have mm-hmm. stu- you could have stayed on the boat. You could have minded your business. You didn't. Nobody asked you to get into it, and you already got your ass whooped by the ladies there, and you still wasn't trying to leave. And so, <laughs> punks jump up to get beat down. But as you, but at the TikTok you sent me, the woman was like, "Cause there has been a lot of uproar." Mm-hmm. On conservative news outlets, they can't really, they can't really attack anything. But the one thing that they did try to harp on was that. Yes. And like I said, I don't condone that. There is a problem with that. That's the reason why he was immediately arrested. Not arrested when he was tagging the dude with the chair, but immediately arrested when he hit the woman because that had gone too far. And the woman on the TikTok was saying, yeah, no, there's a reason why this is an uproar because nobody is allowed to hit white women except for white men. Mm-hmm. That's what the uproar was because yes. uh, Dana White, the UFC head honcho, mm-hmm. was just shown smacking his wife in the, in the skybox at the Super Bowl. Right. Smacking her. Yeah. And there was a little bit of talk about it, but not, you know, not, not really, really no, t- not really yeah. no talk. 
So yeah, there is, everybody was like, Bruce, you always talk about racial stuff. I don't know what world you living in, but race has a lot to do with yeah. this country. Just because it's, you yeah. don't want to talk about it because it makes you uncomfortable, I don't give a damn. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's real life. You can tuck yourself away in a fairy tale world where you can say to yourself, well, I don't see color, which is bullshit. Everybody sees color. Everybody um, does. You can, you can try to say, I'm not racist, and that could absolutely be true. Mm-hmm. You can still also be bigoted. There's a right. difference between the two. Yes. Uh, that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. It could be a blind spot. Technology and media and this country has conditioned and brainwashed everybody to believe that black and brown is bad. Mm-hmm. When the good guys in the movies are dressed, they're wearing white. When the bad guys in the movie, they're wearing black. Everything associated with colors, white and black. Yeah. Everything good comes through the day. Everything bad happens at night. Everything associated with color. White is good. Black is bad. You've been conditioned to believe that. So you have to first acknowledge it within yourself. Oh, I might have a blind spot. Kind of like when your internet is bad and you don't want to admit it. No. That is, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like when your internet is bad and you don't want to admit it. That's no. you're you're exactly right. You're exactly right, <laughs> and, and I agree. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, I, I, the whole thing with color blindness. First of all, me being black is not a problem. Uh-uh. That's not an issue. It's the reaction. Mm-hmm. To me being black, that's the issue. Right. I have no problem with being black. I in love fact, being black. I love it. Like right. it's, it's, we are a flex and a vibe. So it's, it's so- I, that's not my my color has never been the issue. Mm-mm. It's not my issue. It's your issue. Yeah, but it's not my you issue. Got a problem. You're the one with the problem. It's the reaction. Yeah, to the color. That's the problem. But oh, yeah, this was- uh, academics is a clown. But that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a P word and a B word. But that's mm-hmm. enough of this daily data, Lynn. Let's get to the real stuff next. All right, sis. I don't know. You don't really pay attention to evangelicals. No, because yeah. I believe organized religion is a, it is the very definition of a cult. I mean, it is, but yeah. don't don't tell evangelicals that they're a cult. Don't say don't tell Catholics that they're a cult. It, it, Jesus it started a, a cult. A cult is not necessarily a bad thing. Jesus it's didn't just, even start it. I mean, he was already yeah, he, he had some followers. He, he was Jewish. I mean, he was already in a he was already a religious person. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, didn't yeah. start religion. He he did. <laughs> no. We did start an off brand of religion. Well. He didn't he, even start that. He was really just telling Jews to how to be better Jews. And somebody took it and said, we're going to start a whole new thing. All your traditions, Jesus, we're not going to do any of those. Passover, Hanukkah, all that. We're not doing that. We're going to start new stuff. We're going to name it after you. It's called, <laughs> it's called Christmas. We're going to celebrate the day you died. We know we want you. We know you want to bring that up again. So like, <laughs> and get your and get your birth date all wrong. And get it completely wrong. Completely wrong. Not even close. Um, so I read an article on NPR and the, uh, and the car- article, not the cardicle. The article is called. Maybe the cardicle. Maybe the cardicle. Uh, he was a top church official who criticized Trump and he says Christianity is in a crisis. So uh, the top official was Russell Moore. He's a former leader of the Southern Baptist Convention, which, by the way, Southern Baptist Convention got a lot of ish with them. Maybe we'll get to it, but that's like a whole separate segment yeah, segment yeah. that I, I don't want to dig deep into that. I want to talk more specifically about Christianity in America, Christian nationalism and Jesus's teachings. Mm-hmm. But he was the first one that well, he was the former leader of the Southern Baptist uh, Convention. And he was the one that was speaking out against Donald Trump and the church. And their church's own mishandling of sex abuse crises. Um, and it was basically forced to resign. Yeah. The main thing that he was attacking was Trump's uh, embrace of 
Christian nationalism and what Christian nationalism basically is, um, is white supremacy. I know I use that yeah. word often, but that's basically no, that's what it apt, is. That's an apt uh, description. Yes. Uh, so if you want to know with what the actual definition of Christian nationalism is, um, it's basically saying that um, the country was founded on Christian principles, should be based on Christian principles, and the ones who found it this country were white. So therefore, this country is based on white Christian principles, hence Christian nationalism and white supremacy all wrapped up into one thing. And he was saying that as the evangelicals and, and not just evangelicals, a lot of Southern, ba- Southern Baptists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, were falling into this trap of Christian nationalism. They were falling further and further away from actual Jesus's teachings. Whereas there's the Jesus never taught. Um, Jesus taught us to turn the other cheek. Right. Christian nationalists could go with the tech and destroy. Yeah. Um, Jesus uh, talked about faith, but not really nationality. No. He didn't talk about nationality. Christian nationalists support violence and power, where Jesus was nonviolence and humility. Think Martin Luther King, right? Right. He right. followed the teachings of Jesus Christ because he was nonviolent. Reverend. Yes. Yeah. But he was nonviolent. I am not nonviolent. I try to follow the teachings of Jesus. I'm non confrontational. Uh, But mm, I will. mm, I'm non confrontational. I don't look for a fight. That's not non confrontational. I will will defend myself. Yes. Yeah, but that's no, that's not non confrontational. You are confrontational. I'm not confrontational. But I if will put my hands. You. I will put my hands on you. Yeah, I will defend myself. <laughs> but I'm that's not com- gonna, that's I confronting. I don't want a problem, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not worried when it comes. Okay. Are you are you still in my the, line that I stole from Fifty Cent? Yes. Where you where you botched it? I know, but the, I paraphrased it. <laughs> well, it was a bad paraphrase. What he says is, I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems. Yeah. But if you want a problem, no problem. Yeah, because so, I don't have a problem when it comes. That's what he so, said. But that's not Jesus's teachings. No. Jesus t- tells us to turn the other cheek. You I'm just saying. Slap me in the face. I'm gonna turn my other. I'm gonna turn the other cheek. Let's slap me again. I guess. Jesus I focused on love, justice, and service to others. Jesus and was neighbors. a socialist. Right. In <laughs> contrast, Christian nationalism is cultural supremacy. Yes. White culture supremacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian nationalism, nationalism threatens separation of church and state. Texas right yes. now are passing laws to bring the Bible back into the schools, not private schools. Where I went to a private school, and we had to say the Lord's Prayer. It was a private right. Catholic school. Yes. That's, that's something different. They're trying to bring it to the public schools, and that's not a separation of church and state. And you alienate children who are of other races. So, I mean, I, other religions. And that's another thing what Christian nationalism does. It doesn't recognize Judaism, Islam, um, Buddhism, Hinduism, any, Hinduism other... any other religion. And and might I remind people, the original people- They're not even that, that fond, fond of Catholics. No, no. But, but might I remind people, the original people that came here- to come to America, the Puritans were coming here for religious freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what this country was founded on, religious right. freedom. Correct. Not religious freedom as in you can press your religion on others, but freedom in the aspect that you can worship and have faith in your religion. And and another point, and this is probably going to get me a lot of hate, but Christianity, particularly in this country, is simply a tool of white supremacy. Um, yes, it, it was, has been. Yes, it was used to justify enslavement. It's been used to justify a lot of horrible things, particularly in this country. Well, that's what they said. That's Christian nationalism. That's yes. what he's saying. He's saying it's spread more throughout the church 
because the church has now become politicized yes. in today's climate in America. And you'll hear these evangelicals that say they follow the teachings of Jesus that are talking about, well, we need to kill all those Democrats. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, wait a minute. I don't know what Jesus you know. That, I but, don't know what Jesus. But, but my Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what God you serve. But right. The, but the one I know didn't say nothing about that. So you're right. Like Christianity has been used as a tool in this country and not just this country in other countries as well. Right. Um, but but, but what we're found- talking about America right now. Right. But the foundations of a lot of our institutions come are born out of this idea of Christian nationalism and white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And and what he was saying was. To paraphrase the article. He's kind of acknowledging, yes, that. These principles have have built up these systems, but the church was a safe haven. Mm. The church was, hey, people have taken our religion and they're going up on the pulpits and they're going in the offices and they're they're bastardizing Christianity. But that's not us in the church. We're going to teach the teachings of Jesus. And it's gotten so much. It's gotten so bad that he says in this article that other pastors have come up to them and they and they talk about the teachings of Jesus and people in the congregation come up to these pastors after the sermons and say, hey, you shouldn't teach that sermon anymore. And the pastor is like, excuse me. What are, what are those liberal talking points? What are those liberal talking points that you're talking yeah. about? Uh, Jesus sounds like a socialist. Those 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 teachings don't play today. These are the actual quotes that the pastors are talking about the congregation mm-hmm. that are here in the United States. And if you po- follow politics at all, at all, a lot of these politicians prop themselves up as being Christians and uh, having the faith of, of Jesus and his teachings all the while preaching hate, all right. the while creating s- crazy fences in a real grind mm-hmm. to stop crossings but putting barbed wire underwater and people are getting cut up trying to cross the river, not treating human beings as human beings anymore. And that's yeah. not Jesus's teachings. Cause I could distinctly remember something about loving your neighbor, but you know, what's, yeah. you know, what's funny. It's really, really simple. Okay. Break it down. If you do not follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, you are not a Christian period. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. need to stop acting as if you are, it's not going to get you into heaven, baby. They, <laughs> the Lord is watching, not what you do, <laughs> not what you say out your mouth, but what by what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. so you can go and you can sit in that church every Sunday, and it's not going to get you any closer to the throne. It's just not. <laughs> You're, you are not a Christian, and you need to stop masquerading as one. What, but we know that because we grew up in the church. Yes. Uh, and we know about the hypocrisy, hypocrisy, hypocrisy good God, the mm-hmm. hypocrisy of people that attend church. Yeah. Sinning their butts off, but are quick to point out other people's sins and not acknowledge their, their own. Oh, yeah. Thinking that they're better than because well, I'm on the choir. I'm in the, I'm in the deacon's meeting. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the I'm deacon's the pastor. board. Uh, mm. I'm the pastor because, you know, Mm -hmm. Martin was an adulterer. (laughs) I mean, listen, there's a lot of power and prestige being the leader of the movement. Okay. You got, you got ladies throwing their brassiers up while you're giving your, (laughs) your sermons. it okay. was absolutely brassiers back in them days. Those, I'm talking those about were brassiers. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> Martin Luther the King. Everybody knows that Martin Luther the King was cheating on Coretta a lot. A I lot. don't know. I I won't. I don't know that it was a lot. I just it know was a lot. Ch- chances are it may have definitely happened. Probably for sure. But that does not negate. <laughs> no. <laughs> his. <laughs> His importance to civil rights, right? Doesn't right. negate his importance because he it didn't. He didn't break. That's no, that's his personal no, business between yeah. him and his wife, and and him and his God. That ain't that ain't. Yeah. None, I'm not judging him for that. I don't right. judge. I try not to judge people anyway. I'm not gonna say I don't judge people because I do. I try. I'm not extremely to. judgmental. 
I you can see it on you. my face. You can see what? it on my face. I'm. You can see as soon as I see something, I'll be like, mm. Mm. <laughs> Extremely judgmental. What? And, you know, is it a character flaw? Yeah, probably. But uh, I can't help it. I don't have a poker face. You can see right on my face. I'm judging you right now. All right. Detour. <laughs> Detour. Mm-hmm. So... I try to tell my friends, my two closest friends, that the, the jokes on me, they think they hurt my feelings. They're like, oh, Bruce is getting sensitive. When I say something, I'm like, no, actually, it wasn't funny. I don't mind you joking on me. Just be funny. And be don't funny. Take, and don't take low-hanging fruit. Like, be clever with your jokes. I'm going to yeah. laugh at myself because, trust me, there is nothing, nothing you can say to me that my family hasn't already said for yes. 40 plus years. Yes. I was like, our family. That's the one thing people have to understand. We have said terrible, hilarious <laughs> things to each other. So other people saying stuff to us, it really it does really, not bother us. It does not bother all. us. <laughs> no. It does not. It starts, this isn't a bad thing, but our dad was young and it starts with our father that, yes. that jokes but he goes for the juggler when he's, if you're joking back and forth, he goes for the juggler. Yes, yes. He tries to end the jokes right then and there. Like, because I'm going to hit you where it hurts. he's an old school dozens player where it's like, <laughs> when you play the dozens with somebody that's a boomer, it's, a, <laughs> it's old school. It's it's a different, they looking to cut you. Like, they looking to get, take you down. Here's, here's a transaction between two boomers getting on each other. <laughs> One man says to the other man, hey, Flood, because his pants, because he's wearing high water pants. Yeah. The other guy will respond with, that's the reason why your wife was smoking crack. Yes. <laughs> it goes straight from zero to ten. Zero to ten. Like, there's no, <laughs> no in between. There's no in between. And we grew up in a house like that. So we learned. Yes. Now, I will say that you me and my brother have learned that when we got out of that house, mm-hmm. that we couldn't go for the juggler because no. other people on the outside wouldn't take it as well as no. we could. Yes. It definitely <laughs> does not translate into the real world. Like people get highly offended, <laughs> highly offended. and feelings very hurt. You cannot <laughs> joke with other people the way that we joke amongst ourselves. You can't yeah. do it. No. So they think I get sensitive and I'm like, y'all don't have a don't have a clue. And my one boy should have a clue. <laughs> He's gonna get mad that I tell the story. <laughs> but whatever. So we, we got back from college, you know, gained yeah. the freshman 15. Yeah. So my dad hadn't seen him yeah. since he got back from college. That's you so don't he, so, he, so he came to the house. First thing my dad says is, huh, seems like you gained a little bit of weight at school, huh? You gained that freshman 15. Now, I didn't know this until years later, because, yeah. of course, that's something that my dad would say. Yes. I didn't know this until years later that my boy was like, yeah, sometimes I didn't like coming over to your house because your dad would joke on me because I gained a little bit of weight the first time I went. And I was like, that hurt your feelings? I was like, bruh, that is nothing. That's nothing. That's <laughs> that is nothing. nothing. So I, I had, I'm bringing this full circle. When you talk about how your expression is on your face. Mm-hmm. People accuse me all the time. When somebody says something stupid, yeah, I can't hide the fact that they just said something stupid. No. And it's written all over my face. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? And I'm like, if I say what's on my mind right now, right. I'm going to hurt your feelings. We won't be friends anymore. So let me just keep my mouth shut. Right. Or I'll phrase it with it like, is that how you want to say that? Right. Or are you sure about that? Now you better than me, because I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard no, in my life. No, I, can't <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. But I, oh. I luckily have a here's the thing. I'm not funny. Like I'm not a comedian. I am telling the truth. But the cadence, <laughs> see, this this is exactly what happens. The cadence of my voice, I think. <laughs> makes it sound like I'm joking. And so I'll say something. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Girl, you're so crazy. Ah, ha, ha, ha. 
Well, he hell because I was being honest. <laughs> Y'all, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, that was my dad just there. He yeah. he hell that that yeah. was dad right there. <laughs> he <laughs> hell <laughs> like that's so the people think I'm so funny and hilarious, and I'm like I'm being dead ass right now. I'm <laughs> just and people, oh girl, you so crazy. Okay. and see that's the reason why we don't stand on our pulpit and preach to other people because a lot of times we ain't following the teachings of jesus no because because i'm a sinner i'm gonna let you know right now and so i'm not accusing these people of being well i am accusing them of being hypocrites I yes. am actually accusing them of being hypocrites because they believe that their way is better and that they are holier than now. Um, While but they simultaneously no not following the teachings of Jesus Christ. And it's sad because... <sighs> who who would look at some... If Jesus came back today, I think you said this before, if Jesus mm-hmm. came back today, he would go right on back. He would just go... He would be like, you know what? <laughs> I didn't say he would go right on back, but that's funnier. <laughs> right. He, he would just go right on back. Like, it's just, he was like, I've been here for five minutes, and I've been calling everything but a child of God. And I am a child of God, so I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know if it I don't know if it's it would be like that everywhere though. I think that'd be specific. I only know what I know, and I know living here in America what it's I like. I think very few people would recognize him. I think, I think very you, few people would recognize him for who he was. If if Jesus came, listen. <laughs> I think very very few people will recognize this Jewish Middle Eastern man <laughs> in sandals walking around uh, healing the sick. Okay. Wait a minute. He's not blonde hair and blue eyes? No, not even close. Mm. Well, that's because that's what they got. That's, that's what they got painted. Definitely not what they look like. In, uh, I wonder I don't what know if you've been to Bethlehem, but what, that's I not wonder... what they look like. What are the portraits like of Jesus in other places? Is the universal portrait that we see in the church? Is that mm-hmm. the universal portrait? No. Or what is it like he in looks, Rome? And, yeah, yeah. And, he looks different depending on the art of Jesus. The way he's depicted looks different depending on where you go. But we made him blonde hair and blue eyes. No, we didn't do nothing. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about us as in America. I don't think Americans did that. I think there's Renaissance Ooh. portraits of him that are gotta, blonde and gotta, blue. We got. I got to do some research on that. I'm gonna do some yeah. research on that, ladies and gentlemen. I just thought of something that I didn't do in the in the prep work that uh, that would be interesting. Sometimes yeah. that's what happens in these conversations. They take yeah. you to a new place, and now I want to learn more. Um, but yeah, it's sad what's going on in the church and how prevalent this. Uh, Christian nationalism is is uh, spreading, and how yeah. politicians are openly saying it. We've had Trump say it. We've had Marjorie Taylor Greene say it. There's a lot of politicians talking about Christian nationalism, and when they say those words, Christian nationalism, they're not. It's not what you think it is. I just explained to you what it is. It's mm-hmm. white supremacy. Yeah, it is. Nothing else matters except for Christians mm-hmm. and white people. Yeah, Christian nationalism. All right, sis. Today something stupid cool happened. happened. <laughs> I was I was worried. I was worried we were going to have the same reaction to this. No, we don't. And, uh, no, I, I think I think we do because of what you okay. just said. Okay. I think we got the same reaction. I, it okay. So just to give you guys uh, uh, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The Virgin Galactica, established by Richard Bronson in 2004. Is Not Galactica. Space yeah, Galactica. <laughs> not, the, not the Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> the Galactic. <Not> the Galactic. <laughs> you wouldn't go let it slide, huh? No. The Virgin Galactic was established <laughs> by Richard Bronson in 2004 for space tourism. Um, he did this first commercial just flight. in itself sounds stupid, but continue. Oh, I, okay. 
it it doesn't sound stupid to me, but his first commercial flight was in June 29 of this year, 2003, with the Italian Air Force members. But his mm-hmm. second commercial flight launched today, August 10th, uh, 2023, carrying private astronauts. Now, they say they're astronauts, but... They, they uh, weren't. They were regular they were, people. It was regular just a regular people. dude yeah. and two ladies, a mother and daughter duo who won a sweepstakes. Like, yeah, it's... Well, it was so, just, they were regular humans. The crew, uh, the crew included the pilot Kelly Lattimore, a former NASA astronaut, a real astronaut, a real one. CJ Stuckow, a chief astronaut, instructor Beth Moses, and passengers Keisha Shiffoff and Anastasia Anastasia Myers, along with John Goodwin. So Shiffoff. Shift off, shift just, off. Just say Keisha because I <laughs> Keisha am. And I am positive that you are. <laughs> what's crazy is what's crazy is this is two Americas because Keisha and Anastasia ain't difficult for me to do. No. Now shift off or whatever that last name is can't yeah. do it. But if it was a different person on this end, they would screw up Keisha. Yes, screw and uh, up I believe uh, Ke- uh, Kesha. No, <laughs> no, that's the singer. All right, right. so uh, Keisha and Anastasia they won a raffle. They're the first uh, mother daughter duo in space. They're mm-hmm. Caribbean, Jamaica. Yeah, I think they're from Jamaica. No, Antigua, uh, Antigua. Or Antigua. Excuse, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myers is the youngest astronaut. <clears throat> she ain't an astronaut, but She's youngest, the youngest person, person. To, to go in space. She's eighteen years old. Yeah. Uh, Godwin is the first Olympian in space. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a all right. He was an Olympian. He he won. He was Olympian. He was in the Did Olympics. He win? In the 19th. I don't. He it didn't the, say he. It never said he won. Hold on, hold on. He was a he. He was in the Olympics in 1972, and he was a canoeist. That's <laughs> look, man. All right. But you know what? He's the second person with Parkinson's disease to go up there. And let me tell you something. You know, I was about to say something dumb about canoeing, but let me tell you, you ever been in a, you ever tried to row a canoe? I have. Yeah. yeah no, I, rode a canoe. I gave up. So I, I, I almost died. Yeah. I completely understand. I gave up halfway through. Like I completely understand that is a, that is hard to do. Look, we, I was in Memphis and I was uh, in Memphis, visiting Memphis with somebody that I was hanging out with at that particular time. And she suggested that, that we go canoeing. And I was like, okay, cool. Definitely so Memphis, somebody white. <laughs> I'm put my business out there like that. Like, I don't see this. I need to put my business out there like that. But so we're canoeing, and this is like this little river that it's this little lake that leads to a river. And the canoe instructor was saying, Hey, look, we're going to turn and get on this island. Be careful. Don't go too far out because this current moves fast. Yeah. And if this river catches you in that current, it's going to be hell to try and catch up with you. And you're going to take off. So don't yeah. do that. So she was in the front and I was in the back because the that front stairs. That just leads me to believe and, that I don't need to go. If well, there it needs was to a, be a warning prior <laughs> to us leaving. It was cool doing it. But as we were going, she's in the front. I'm in the back. So she's steering and I'm the power. I'm the motion behind it. Right. Yes. yes. So I'm, I'm pushing it and I'm like, all right, you need to turn. You need to turn. You need to turn. (laughs) And finally, finally, instead of rowing forward, I started rowing back to try to make sure that we wouldn't get into the river because I was like, we're about to die. We're about to die. And she was like, you've never yelled at me before. I was like, yeah, we were about to die. She was like, I get it. I understand. Uh, But no, he had Parkinson. He's the second person with Parkinson's disease. This is also... uh, the first majority female space flight was four yes. out of four females out of the six. Yeah. Um, most, the most women on a single space flight was four. So it tied. So it's not the first. It, so what happens is it's the duration of the whole thing is basically one hour. Mm-hmm. It, the altitude is uh, 55 miles. Mm-hmm. The speed it reaches Mach three. So that's pretty fast. That's, that's, pretty, sound that's, that's pretty fast. Uh, and the, and the crew enjoyed minutes of weightless uh, weightlessness and witnessed Earth's curvature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be clear, though, they're not in space. Like, no, they're in. They they're they can, not they're, in they, space. They they're see not Earth. in orbit. They see Earth. They can look down and see Earth. 
Yeah, you can look down and see Earth from a plane. My mm-hmm. point is... No, 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 no. So they had cameras in there. I was watching it live on ABC yeah. News. And, and they're, they're in... There's levels to space. There there's levels, definitely levels, yeah. There's levels to space, okay? They weren't in outer space. They were like in inner space. <laughs> this ain't if, this ain't the movie will. Inner Space. If you, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and that movie is called Interstellar. You're right. It is called Interstellar. <laughs> it's right. not called Inner Space. I would like to see a movie called Inner Space. Uh, uh, can I finish giving the details of this? Yeah, go ahead. Cause... All right. So the tickets cost $450,000 $450, per person. Um, but the only person that had to pay was uh, the Olympian. Because the other ones won a raffle, so somebody paid for them, but it was through a raffle, yeah, and they won tickets. Yeah, but he tickets. paid two hundred thousand because he bought his ticket eighteen years ago. Okay, All right. yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's four hundred fifty thousand. Now it's and now and now you know with this successful flight, which was the second one, they want to start doing one a month mm-hmm. um, for people that want to do space tourism. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is cool, and also. Dumb because no. didn't some people just die doing yeah. uh, ocean we, tourism? We can't even navigate the water, and you want to send me out into space? No thanks. Now Here's this is the- a little bit different because the technology for these for this rocket ship was way better than that Nintendo controller submarine. That, that so, and Richard Bronson gonna do it right. He gonna do it right. He waited. I trust this him long. over. Uh, I trust him over. What's my man Tesla? Well, Elon Musk and SpaceX is actually has a contract with NASA and they take the astronauts back and forth to the International Space Station. So SpaceX actually does go into space. Unlike (laughs) (laughs) unlike uh, Oh, it was Jeff Bezos that did a little something. Jeff Bezos did he has blue origin and it's just kind of it's very similar to Virgin Galactic where it doesn't really go up to space. It goes like to inner space is what I call it, which is not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> we, what it is. It's not outer space. I, you're not, in space. I mean, we're all in space. Like this, they, left, they leave Earth. We're all on a rock. They exit Earth, flying through space. They exit Earth. A hundred percent of us are astronauts. Uh, but yes, but <laughs> no, we're not. And that's another thing. Don't call these people astronauts. They, they're, they're not, not doing the thing that they, the not. real astronauts are doing. They're not. they're not going through the training. They're not. It's cool. It's cool that they did that. They did. Do, they had to do some training, but not the training that those no. astronauts are doing. That takes months, years yeah. Yeah. before you're an astronaut. Um, so, yeah, you're in agreement with me that this is cool, but dumb as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be so rich <laughs> that I just have to look. That's the, that's one of the perks of being poor is that I am always on my toes just because I don't have no money. So <laughs> the fact that rich people have to seek higher and higher thrills to put themselves in more and more danger. Well, I, you I don't think- know what that's like. I, and I don't want to know. So somebody just won the Mega Millions. It was one point five billion. The, the one time payout is something like seven hundred and ninety million, which means they would get a after they're paying taxes, they got like four hundred million. So these yeah. people that think, oh, you got one point five billion, no, it's like four hundred million after all of that stuff. Yes. But it's still that's a, a lot, lot of, money. of money. Yeah. So you think to yourself when you have that type of money, we're we're people because of our parents that that want to help people. Mm-hmm. So we would start some type of foundation in service of people. Right. At the I, very right. least as a tax shelter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'm doing it in service of people. Okay. Also, we would ball out. Yeah. yeah. Once you've balled out for a while, stuff gets kind of boring. Yeah. After that first year of balling <laughs> out, like I feel like, okay, I've purchased yeah. everything I wanted to purchase. I've traveled everywhere I wanted to go. Right. So it's like, what else is there? Now I just have the rest of my life. (laughs) It's just just time ticking away. And I guess, you know, you go to space or you go into a submersible. You spend your money on crazy, crazy shit. And that's what this is. So the question is, if you was rich and you had the money and you had done all the other stuff that you wanted to do, would you do this? No, 
I don't even like to fly. So You're right. I definitely am not going to go to space. I tell you, I would do this before I did that submersible. Yeah, I'm not going underwater. We don't even know what's under there. At least in space, I can go outside and look up. I can see it. Okay. You know what I might do? I would do this. I would do this like if I was like my man. He has Parkinson's disease and Parkinson's does. You don't get no better. Things deteriorate Mm -hmm. relatively fast. Yeah. So if I was him, yeah, because I know this is my last shot to do something truly special before life really becomes hell. Yeah. I mean, ALS and Parkinson's, like, don't nobody want those? No. Give me AIDS. I'll take AIDS over those. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a sound bite, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you are up. looking to blackmail Bruce. What? what? <laughs> or oh, any, kind, any kind of... If you want to hold any sound bite over his head, just take that clip of him yelling out, give me AIDS. That's not what I said. I said if I had the choice between all of them, I'd rather have AIDS than those two. I would rather be healthy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, but you a gun to your head, you had to have a choice. That's that was gun the- to my head, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> You can go ahead and pull the trigger. What is the difference? <laughs> well, because you can live you can live longer. I guess. <laughs> All right. You got to cut to my head. Pull the trigger. That's funny. That's funny. I I would do it. Like I said, if I was him in that situation, I would do it. If I was me right now, no, I'm no. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Because things can I, go sideways real fast. I mean, he did a lot of a lot of cool stuff. He climbed Kilimanjaro and then rode down it on a bicycle, on a cycle. I'm, like that, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, so he's just kind of one of those rich former Olympians in canoeing for some reason. And, uh, you know, looking for thrills, you know, to make life feel meaningful. And so that's, yeah, I can, I just, I would look for other ways to look, for meaning, I you there's got to be decades of these flights for me before <laughs> I would get on them. Like it, it literally I have been has on the to be. One. No, I wouldn't <laughs> have been on the second one, especially because I believe Virgin had a. It was an yeah. unmanned. Sh- it was an unmanned one, but mm-hmm. it just had it didn't go so well, and, and then they had to go crashed. back and yeah, yeah, and they had to go back. There's there is just for everybody's <laughs> edification. There are. There's a board, there's a group. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's specifically NASA, but there is a group that has to clear all this. Like you can't mm-hmm. just build your own spaceship no, or shuttle or, or a satellite not. and just blast it into space. You, no. That is against no, the law. You nobody, can't do that. I don't know if it's against the law, but like you can't just send stuff up into space. You well, because you need it. the certain material that you need for that stuff. I think you have to have permission to buy it. Yeah, if because I'm, it's like, why do you need it? Yeah. Why do you need it, Joe Schmo? Why do you, why do you need thermal heat resistant, you know, steel or whatever the hell they use to make what these? Was, why do you need it? What was Sheldon Bond that that had the FBI coming to his house and young Sheldon? Oh, I can't remember, but I, I need to finish watching this. I need to finish watching this season. I haven't watched this since it came back from break. All right, your ADD is acting up. Let's yep, let's wrap well, it up. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a telltale sign. Yeah. All right. That's so a, we're both in. That's how we know the show is wrapping up. <laughs> when one of our ADD starts acting up, and we start. Going on tangents all over the place. We was talking about the space shuttle. How'd you get on? You got to finish your young Sheldon. <laughs> I, I, there was a connection to it. I was talking about things mm-hmm. that you would need to buy to do, to build a space shuttle. And I yeah. think Sheldon was trying to do something like that. And and when he was yeah. young Sheldon and they had the, uh, the, the FBI or the government services come to the house. Yeah. And then I remember it. Because I, I would have questions. Sheldon. I would have questions. Well, Why yeah, are because you purchasing I think, this? Yeah, I, I don't think you can buy uranium. 
No, I feel like you can't buy radioactive materials yeah, as just yeah. a civilian. No. Yeah, no, I don't think you can. I'm pretty All sure right. that's impossible. Yes. So we're both in agreement. This is, it was cool. It's cool. I guess. But I ain't doing this. No, I'm not, not the second one. I would do the 150,000th. <laughs> 150,000? <000. laughs> yeah, like you literally have to have so many. I get on a plane because hundreds of thousands of flights, maybe millions of flights have already happened in the history of flight. Yeah, it would definitely be millions. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Been flying since the 70s. Yeah. Like nonstop. 60s, really. I think it was the 60s. I feel like Pan Am was the 60s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it literally has to be that. And now I'm I'm still, I pray every time I get on a flight. Well, so you know me. Going in if space? I'm, no. If I'm going to go out, I'd rather go out in the plane because at least I'm flying. No. As close as I ever get to Superman. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> anyway, on that <laughs> note, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? Because this show was over. Yeah, show. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, I never know. Well, say something to DJ Academics. Oh, brother, it's okay if you don't like black women because we don't like you either. <laughs> I can't say nothing behind that. <laughs> and on that note, as always, I'll holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out of 5,000. Peace.